Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 18th of October, 2021. In InfoSec news this week, Evil Corp has launched a new ransomware variant known as Macaw Locker to evade US sanctions which prevent victims from making ransom payments. The Evil Corp hacking group, also known as Indrik Spider and the Drydex Gang, has been involved in cybercrime activities since 2007, but mostly as affiliates to other organisations. Over time, the group began focusing on their own attacks by creating and distributing a banking trojan known as Drydex, via phishing attacks. As ransomware attacks became increasingly more profitable, Evil Corp launched an operation called BitPamer, delivered via the Drydex malware, to compromise corporate networks. The group's criminal activities ultimately led them to be sanctioned by the US government back in 2019. Due to these sanctions, ransomware negotiation firms will no longer facilitate ransom payments for operations attributed to Evil Corp. In an effort to bypass these sanctions, Evil Corp began creating limited-use ransomware operations under various names, such as Wasted Locker, Hades, Phoenix Locker and Payload Bin. This month, Olympus and Sinclair, two broadcasting groups in the US, had their operations severely disrupted by weekend ransomware attacks. For Sinclair, it caused TV broadcasts to be cancelled, different shows to air, and newscasters to report their stories with whiteboards and paper. This week, it was discovered that both attacks were conducted by a new ransomware known as McCaw Locker. In a conversation with the Emisoft CTO Fabian Vosar, news outlets were told that based on code analysis, McCaw Locker is the latest rebrand of Evil Corp's ransomware family. News outlet Bleeping Computer has also learned from sources in the cybersecurity industry that the only two known McCaw Locker victims are Sinclair and Olympus. Sources also made available the private McCaw Locker victim pages for the two attacks, where threat actors demanded a 450 Bitcoin ransom, approximately $28 million at time of writing, for one attack and $40 million for the other victim, though it is unknown which company is associated with which ransom demand. The McCaw Locker ransomware variant will encrypt victims' files and append the .macaw extension to the file name when conducting attacks. The gang's dark web negotiation site contains a brief introduction to what happened to the victim, a tool to decrypt three files for free, and a chat box to negotiate with the attackers. Now that McCaw Locker has been exposed as an Evil Corp variant, we will likely see the threat actors rebrand the ransomware yet again. This constant cat-and-mouse game will likely never end until Evil Corp stops performing ransomware attacks or sanctions are lifted, neither of which seem particularly likely to take place in the immediate future. The operators behind the TrickBot malware family have resurfaced with a bag of new tricks, which aims to increase its foothold by expanding its distribution channels, ultimately leading to the deployment of ransomware such as Conti. This threat actor, tracked under the monikers ITG23 and Wizard Spider, have been found to partner with other cybercrime gangs known as Hive0105, Hive0106, also known as Shafak, and Hive0107, adding to a growing number of campaigns that the attackers are banking on to deliver proprietary malware, according to a report issued by IBM. To quote the release, these and other cybercrime vendors are infecting corporate networks with malware by hijacking email threads using fake customer response forms and social engineering employees with a fake call center known as Bizarre Call. Since emerging on the threat landscape back in 2016, TrickBot has evolved from a banking trojan to a modular Windows-based crimeware solution, while also standing out for its resilience, demonstrating the ability to maintain and update its toolset and infrastructure despite multiple efforts by law enforcement and industry groups to take it down. Besides TrickBot, the Wizard Spider Group has been credited with the development of Bizarre Loader and a backdoor called Anchor. 
while attacks mounted earlier this year relied on email campaigns delivering Excel documents and a call center ruse dubbed as a bizarre call to deliver malware to corporate users, recent intrusions beginning around June 2021 have been marked by a partnership with two cybercrime affiliates to augment its distribution infrastructure by leveraging hijacked email threads and fraudulent website customer inquiry forms on organization websites to deploy the a cobalt strike payload. To further quote the release, this move not only increased the volume of its delivery attempts, but also diversified delivery methods with the goal of infecting more potential victims than ever. In one infection chain observed by IBM in late August 2021, the Hive0107 affiliate is said to have adopted a new tactic involving sending email messages to target companies informing that their websites have been performing distributed denial of service or DDoS attacks on its servers, urging the recipients to click a link for additional evidence. This link instead serves a zip archive containing malicious JavaScript downloaders, which in turn contact a remote URL to fetch the bizarre loader malware to drop Cobalt Strike and TrickBot. ITG23 has also adapted to the ransomware economy through the creation of the Conti Ransomware as a Service and the use of its bizarre loader and TrickBot payloads to gain a foothold for ransomware attacks, the researchers conclude. This latest development demonstrates the strength of its connections within the cybercriminal ecosystem and its ability to leverage these relationships to expand the number of organizations infected with its malware. And lastly for this week, a concerning development. The Fin7 hacking group is attempting to join the highly profitable ransomware space by creating fake cybersecurity companies, which then conduct network attacks under the guise of pen testing. Fin7, also known as Carbonac, have been involved in cyber attacks and money stealing campaigns since 2015, when they first appeared in the cybercrime space, including infecting ATMs with man in the middle enabling malware. As ransomware has become a profitable field for cybercriminals, and having previous experience with fake front companies like Combi Security, the group set up a new firm to lure legitimate IT specialists. This thin veil of legitimacy around this new corporate entity was lifted by researchers at Gemini, who found that the website for a fake cybersecurity company known as Bastion Security, comprised of stolen and recompiled content from other websites, and stating that they were based out of England, but the site serves Russian language 404 error pages. Bastion Security's About page also claims to be a spin-off of the legitimate cybersecurity firm Convergent Network Solutions who have been contacted to see if they were aware of the site, but at time of writing, have not replied. The Gemini researchers found that Fin7 was offering between $800 and $1,200 per month to recruit C++, PHP, and Python programmers, Windows system administrators, and reverse engineering specialists by following tips from an unnamed source. As part of the job requirements, the researchers believe that the hacking group was looking to hire pen testers, as system administrators would also have the ability to map compromised corporate systems, perform network reconnaissance, and locate backup servers and files, all skills required for the pre-encryption stages of ransomware attacks. So this looks to be what Fin7 was aiming for in terms of hiring rounds. The story gets particularly interesting as Gemini's source went one step further and sent an application to Bastion Secure as a job seeker and was subsequently hired, and eventually given access to internal tools. These tools were the well-known post-exploitation tools Carbonac and Lizar or Tyrion, disguised as Command Manager. As such, the attribution to Fin7 is quite strong in this case even though the source code of some of these tools was publicly leaked over two years ago. The analysed sample of Carbonac appears to be an updated version, so the chances of someone else using the leaked tool to work further on it are rather slim. 
Another piece of evidence is that the software company was purportedly licensed to Checkpoint Software Incorporated, the renowned Israeli security firm, which Fin7 has masqueraded as in other recent attacks. The hiring process was reportedly quite typical, involving an interview, signing contracts and non-disclosure agreements, followed by basic training. However, when conducting an actual assignment, it became clear that Bastion Security was looking for someone to carry out cybercriminal activity. They provided access to a company's network, presenting it as a client which ordered pen testing services, and asked the new employee to collect information relevant to admin accounts, backups, etc. However, they did not provide any legal documentation for this pen testing activity, so Gemini's source realized they were probably dwelling inside a victimized company using access obtained via illegal means. By creating a fake cybersecurity firm to conduct attacks, Gemini believes it's an attempt to hire cheap labor rather than partnering with ransomware affiliates who demand a much larger, typically 70-80% to share, of any paid ransom. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss anything outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.